Hey everyone, I'm your host Ryan Mazon, Program Manager with Career Services in Daytona Beach. Thanks for tuning in to Going Places for our second installment of our series of Fireside Chats. We are here in the Wicked Studio, located in the heart of Embry-Riddle's Daytona Beach campus. For this episode, we will be spotlighting a couple notable internships our students did this summer. Joining us today are the original Fireside Chat members, Rosanna Morales and Jim Myers. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Ryan, thanks for having us. Yeah. Of course. So could both of you just introduce yourselves to us more about uh, where you interned and what your title was? Yeah, I'm Jim Myers. I'm a sophomore doing Aviation Business Administration. And this summer I got to do government affairs for EAA, the Experimental Aircraft Association. Sweet. Hi, everybody. My name is Rosanna. I'm currently a junior here at Embry Riddle. I'm studying Aviation Business Administration with a concentration in supply chain. And this summer I actually interned with Pratt and Whitney up in Connecticut. And I actually did the kind of overseeing a lot of the other departments specifically for, you know, marketing, procurement, and quality. Yeah. Nice. So how did you obtain your internship? Let's start with you, Rosanna, because I know it's a pretty interesting story. Yeah, of course. So my current position as a student assistant at Career Services, it's a great experience. I love Career Services, by the way. Highly recommend everybody here listening to go and, you know, take as much advantage. At least make a visit. Yeah, you know, make a visit. We're really cool people. Trust me. So I was working one day, it was right before the Spring Expo, and what happened was my manager was telling me to put some lanyards together for the employees that were coming. So, you know, I'm doing my thing, and this gentleman just approaches me, and he's just like, hey, can I have one of those lanyards? And I was like, sure. Like, he had no name tag, said anything about Pratt & Whitney. I was like, sure, why not? And I was like, yes, sir, I'll be there in a moment. What interview room are you in? And he's like, oh, I'm in blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, give me one second. So I, me having no idea who this guy is, I literally grab the lanyard and I'm walking over and I knock on the door and then he opens, he's like, hi. I was like, hi, I'm Rosanna, nice to meet you. I hand him the lanyard, I was like, here's the lanyard you wanted. And he's like, thank you so much. And I, you know, I kind of confidently took a lot of courage and I was like, I was brave and I was like, so what company are you with? And he was like, oh, I'm with Pride Winnie. And I kind of like froze and I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, nice to meet you. Are you looking for any? And I kind of like asked the, the million dollar question. And I was like, do you have any business internships? And he's like, well, sadly right now, I'm only looking for engineering internships. And I kind of was like, Ugh, it's okay. But point is, we kind of got into a conversation about like military engines. He was looking specifically for military interns. And I kind of, he kind of just asked me, we were kind of talking and he kind of asked me, he's like, do you want to have an interview right now? And my mouth dropped. It was really crazy. It was like out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was like thinking to myself, I'm kind of like freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I don't even know what I'm wearing. Like I was just like, you know, it was just a casual day at school. Like I was just, oh, it's another day at school, yay. So he was like, tell me more about yourself. And so I kind of just like, we went through there and I asked him some questions and he asked me some questions. And I think from there he was like, you know what? Here's my email, Here, give me your resume. I sent it to him like ASAP and then from there he's like he even told me he was like if you don't get a message or a call in like the next three days you email me and I will go to their front door and I was <laughs> like oh my god yeah so that's pretty much how I got my internship that's some classic networking right there I mean 
that's what we try to encourage students to do is pretty much always be ready for that interview. I know it doesn't always happen that quickly and that conveniently, but you never know who you're talking to. Like Rosanna said, I, I know you said he didn't even have a name tag on. You weren't exactly. even sure, but it takes networking and introducing yourself. So I know that as a student assistant, you get afforded that type of opportunity, but both Rosanna and Jim are also student ambassadors. So there's a lot of overlap there. And I know they, they get a lot of exposure to our employers that come on campus, let alone any employers that we have a good partnership with. But what about you, Jim? How did you obtain your internship? Yeah, so for myself, I went to the Career Expo. That day it was split between working for the office, but what, also what? time for myself to talk to employers. So I was walking around and I stopped at EAA. I At the time, I didn't even know <laughs> what they were really, but I started talking with the recruiters there and two of them happened to be Ember-Riddle alumni. And I had a copy of my resume and we went through it and started talking about my career interests, involvement on campus, and also my plans for the summer. They were really interested in all the things I've done already as a, as a f- first-year student at the time. And so they said, really apply, uh, go on our website and apply online. And so after that, I about two weeks later, I got an email asking to do a phone interview. And so I got an interview with the government team. That's awesome. That's really good. That's such a really good opportunity. Like, especially as a first-year student, I think it's people, I guess you say freshmen tend to think like, oh, I won't get an opportunity. Let me not go to the Career Expo. But I highly encourage everybody, like, let's just even go. Like, that gives you experience, you know, to even just get in front of an employer and talk to them because it's important. You will need a job in the future full-time, you know, to your life, your career. That's exactly right. So from both of y'all, what exactly did you do for your internship? Specific details, day-to-day? I know with you, Rosanna, you can't share everything. We've talked a little bit about that. Can you share that with the listeners? Yeah, of course. So since a lot of the things that I did was with military-specific, it's a lot of proprietary information. But if I tell you guys, I have to get a hold of you. But it's okay. I won't do that. (laughs) We work with her, Ryan. Yeah, Yeah, I I know. It's okay. So basically what happened, my day-to-day when I first got there, I had no idea. I didn't even have like to do like an online application, if that makes any sense, because he was just like, you're too good. Like, I'm going to send you right now and you don't worry about the application process. And I was like, all right. I just had a phone interview with my manager at the time and she really liked me. She's like, come over. Like, why yeah. not? And so... Um, So my first day, I literally walk in. It's like, all right, we're going into the meeting. They started saying some weird acronyms and some weird short phrases. I had no idea. My manager's looking at me like, I'll tell you later and you'll figure it out eventually. And I was like, okay. But it was pretty cool. I actually got to work with the detailed design review, which is specifically towards the military engines where we work with. Well, I worked with a lot of the engineers, like electrical engineers. I worked with mechanical engineers, and we had meetings every like every other Monday or every every other two days. So my job was, you know, using Excel and using all these tools that I even learned here at Ember Riddle. I, I guess you could say I took it for granted all the classes that I took here. But like, kid you not, it was amazing to just be able to use what I learned here. And I never thought I was like, I'll never use this in like you know, my real job. I kind of complained about it, but, you know, it turns out I actually did use it. Like, for example, I had to do this, compile a book of 2,000 pages of, you know, for a a government client that we had. Pratt & Whitney hasn't made an engine in 30 years. So this is their first time that they're like, let's make a new engine and why not? Let's do it. So it, I was, it was really cool to be a part of that process. And my manager at one point was looked at, looked at me and was like, you're making history. And I was like, mm. it kind of like hit me really deep that moment. I was like, oh my God, yeah, like 
I was the first person, like one of the couple people that actually got to see the engine. And it was intense because it was like, okay, and there's like a bunch of like competitor, like not competitors, clients that were like, okay, let's put it in this engine or this airframe or let's, you know, it was Boeing, Lockheed Martin and these, and it was so cool. And it, it was like, they treated me as if I wasn't just an intern. It felt like an actual employee. Like I was sitting there, like I gave my ideas and like they actually really liked it and they really used it. Another critical thing, and I think it was actually really cute. One of the ladies that worked there, a couple of them were using old outdated Excel. Hmm. <laughs> They're using like a 2010 and they had no idea what a histogram was, a pivot table, like a slicer. And like, it was crazy. And I was like, really like, and I tried like showing them. They're like, this would have saved our lives like, yeah. like long time ago. So it was really nice. And they're like, wow, you've really made an impact on us. Like we thought we would make an impact on you, but you actually left us something, you know? Wow. So, That's awesome. Yeah. That's what you get for making a good impression from the get go. So good for you. Yeah. Jim, what about you? What specifically did you do in the details of your job? Yeah, I, I really did a whole bunch of stuff. But the day-to-day -day operations, so every morning I would go onto the federal register and look through all the government departments and regulatory agencies and look for new regulation that was posted on the register that related to our demographic of people we worked with, which was the experimental community. So the individuals in the general aviation fleet that fly ge for, for general aviation and also build their own aircraft or build kit aircraft and want to fly them. So that's, that's what the EAA is really all about. And so we looked for, I looked for regulation and policy that would affect us. And then I'd send that over to our government team and we would determine how much that regulation would affect us and what action we need to take on it. Do we need to public comments? Uh, do we need to leave comments on how this would hurt our the experimental community or how would this help it? And also I tracked on the NTSB website, we tracked experimental aircraft accidents, the fatal ones. Oh, wow. So we tracked those and would take a look at the list of them mm -hmm. and say, okay, how did this why are these happening? What can we do as an organization to prevent these accidents? Wow. And so a lot of that up until July for Air Venture, which is the world's largest air show in Oshkosh, Wisconsin every summer. And just about everything in aviation is there. It was such a treat. It was my air venture, my first air venture. And anyone interested in aviation, I think it is a must, for sure. a must go to. 100% you know it's funny that you say that because Prime Winnie actually was at that air show and also they were actually at the air show at Paris which was a really another big one, one of the, another of the world's largest things and it was so amazing just to know that we kind of have that little connection even though we weren't there mm. but I guess you could say that's that's awesome yeah my first air show that I went to I was like I don't know anything about planes but just seeing them like up close mm -hmm. in person flying over you coming from behind like mm -hmm. catching you spontaneous I think that's awesome yeah for sure absolutely yeah. Embry Riddle had a huge presence there right. we mm -hmm. had drone cage we had a, it was almost like a mini bookstore with apparel and stuff because there's so many alum that go to AirVenture because it's like the mecca for aviation. Right. Wow. Now, I've heard a lot of good things about y'all's internship. Can either or both of y'all talk about what maybe was the most challenging part of your internship and how did you overcome it? Well, so the most challenging thing for me, like I said earlier, I had to compile 
2,000 pages worth of proprietary information in regards to a specific client they wanted like information about the APU, like all these specific engine parts and this about this new engine. And I think the hardest part was honestly even just trying to network and trying to get in contact with other people from other departments and just being able to be like, hi, like, and some of them, not saying that they would not take me serious, but they'd read my email and I know I'm re they're reading my email and they just kind of like push it off to the side just because it says it's from an intern. Mm -hmm. But I guess like the hardest part was just being in contact with people and being able to, there was a lot of misinformation that I ha I wish I would have put into the actual Excel files and compiled it. Cause when we printed that thing, it was huge. Like if I, if you guys could see, like think about a dictionary, that's how like, it was huge, like two dictionaries piled together. It was a lot of, you know, compiling a lot of information and especially got into a rough time when the client actually came over to, to our, you know, headquarters I guess you could say came to our headquarters and we actually had a you know secret clearance meeting I couldn't go in there because I don't have any <laughs> secret clearance you know but I'm just saying it was really cool to be able to see all these people come but at the same time it was so frustrating to be able to not communicate with these mechanical engineers these electrical engineers just because they were like oh I'm too busy and I have too much work right. so I think that was one of the most challenging things that I had during my internship experience. I respect that grind. Jim, do you have a challenge you'd want to share with us? Or? Yeah, at EAA, for the government team especially, we dealt with a lot of regulation. And even for someone, you know, individuals that are familiar with aviation, there's just so much to know. So there'd be a lot of acronyms. I know I made an acronym list for myself to- Good. Smart. To help learn, you know, what everything meant, because we would have staff meetings sometimes, or even there were times where we had a winter summit, and we invited a bunch of FAA staff mm. to our headquarter building, and we uh, discussed policy about the experimental community with FAA officials, so that's their full-time job, and so I hadn't been immersed to that stuff before, so mm. that was a that was a challenge sometimes, but I was engaged at meetings, took a lot of notes, and my government team, I constantly asked them questions if I wasn't sure about something, and they were super helpful. How long did it take you to adjust to these acronyms, especially for an intern coming into specifically a brand new, that's your first time internship. I know it was my first internship. I had no idea. How hard was it for you to adjust? So being an Embry-Riddle student and also, you know, just with conversations and also I did do ground school in high school, which really helped. Just the the basic acronyms that really helped me out. But and also classroom learning here. Sure. But just always being not being afraid to ask those questions sure. helped me significantly. Yeah, I agree 100%. Dang, yeah, you're really making us proud, both of y'all. Seriously, <laughs> that, that is so awesome to hear. So with that being said, how have you applied what you've learned at the internship in your life and or how are you planning on applying it? Well, so I guess you could say my biggest advice for everybody out here that's listening that take advantage of all the classes that you're in just because like you might see that, oh, this is just a professor and they're... I won't need this ever again. Trust me, you will need it. I wish I would have paid attention more in classes. And I think what I've applied is that all the things that I learned in class Excel, you know, Access, Project 2016 or whatever, all the Microsoft Office things, especially as a business student and in the aviation industry, I think has helped me because I've, I've been able to apply those interpersonal skills like communication and whatnot into real world activities. And so that has helped me become 
able to adapt more to quickly to something, you know, to be able to efficiently communicate, have better interpersonal skills, to have more critical thinking. Because, you know, professors will give us tasks sometimes and homeworks, and we're just like, this is really hard. Like, why, why would you do that? But it's really good to have those critical thinking skills because, especially for working in a fast-paced environment, just like, you know, the aviation industry, it's continuing to grow, and it's amazing. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 years. You know, who knows? We'll have flying cars eventually, but hopefully. But it's helped me, like, not even just academically. It's helped me professionally. Now I'm not too scared to walk up to some random person like you know I'm that person in the elevator that's like hey how are you like how's your day been you know always being that good positive influence and I'm sure Jim can definitely say like you're a big person here at school like it's everybody knows you because you're always smiling you're super excited and I definitely think that has helped me grow professionally also personally just even talking to my family and being able to you know apply all the things that I'm learning to people that are younger than me, you know, get, being that influence and being that inspiration has been just an amazing, and it's, it, I've benefited amazing by that, yeah. Mm, that yeah. is inspiring. Thank Jim. you, Rosanna. Yeah, that means a lot. Yeah. I think you hit it spot on. Sometimes when we're in our classes or here on campus, it seems like some things might not seem relevant right away, but I think an internship really helps students realize that. And also, we get students coming in our office, and sometimes they ask, you know, I, I didn't, I work this job, or I have this job, and it's not relevant to my major or my education, mm -hmm. but should I still list it? And I think absolutely, uh, because it shows those basic skills like communication, working with a team, and working towards a bigger goal. Yeah. Right, and I think, uh, so what I would encourage you all to do too, especially the listeners, is that sure it's about the jobs relevant or not but there's so many opportunities in college especially at embry riddle to get involved to throw yourself into leadership positions to learn some of the skills that i know rosanna and jim have mentioned so it's not just in the classes it's not just uh with friends but it's also in, in the student orgs that you can get involved with but i have one last question for y'all so as someone that works in career services do y'all have any questions for me that maybe i can share about in regards to internships so I would say, why do I think it's an important, it's important to do an internship as a college student? So I think that's an important question, just because I think with that internship experience mm -hmm. as a college student, especially if you get one your freshman year, sophomore, even if it, you're a senior year and you just got an internship, that experience will help you out in the long run. Mm -hmm. And not even just that, it kind of gives you an idea of what you want to do in the future. Say your, your major is... For example, supply chain management, that's mm -hmm. my major. And this past summer I did some marketing things and I did some Excel things and I kind of gave me more of a concrete idea of what I wanted to do. And I'm sure Jim can tell you that too. Like he had a bunch of policies he had to learn like about FAA rules and that'll help him in the future. And same thing with me, I learned a lot of cool, now I really wanna for sure wanna work for the military. And I think I'd encourage everybody that's listening to please try to reach out go on handshake you know career services has an amazing you know resource of handshake go on there you can even set your profile put your resume set up your own appointment which is great and that helps you get closer to what you want to do and 
you know, you can even look for other jobs, specifically internships, full-time, co-op, and whatnot. So I definitely would, you know, use that resource as much as possible. Yeah, I know when students ask me, let alone family members, because I get the same question, you know, why should my son or daughter do an internship? I, I, I do highlight a few things. I think there's a lot of reasons, but one is that, especially for this industry, it's incredibly paramount to, to get some real experience with a, within a competitive employer at that, if you can. I mentioned the skills earlier, you know, you can develop a lot of competencies at an internship. You know, we have the Eagle Elevate program here at yeah. Riddle, where you learn what those competencies are ensure there are some opportunities within the university to grow in those competencies but where we probably see the competencies grow most are going to be at employers at internships exactly. let alone whether it's a Pratt and Whitney or not um, so those are some of the couple highlights that I, that I share with again students family members and everything in between about why to do an internship what about you Jim do you have any questions for me regarding internship or even last second advice for the listeners yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, if you've ever thought about an internship or going to Expo, at the minimum, you need to stop by the Career Services Office in the Student Union on the third floor. Yep. It, it's a must go. I see too many students that come in and they're like, I've, ne- you know, I've, I've never, here. I haven't yeah. been here yet. I, you know, I'm a junior. How did I not know about this? That's so crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's so important. Be open to everything and at least make a stop by. Yeah, for sure. I think... I think that would be a great benefit for everybody. Go to Career Services. <laughs> Thank you yeah. all so much. Do you have any last thoughts for the listeners? Stay tuned for more Fireside Chat. More for to come. Sure. More yeah. to come. Definitely share our podcast. Please rate us. And for our listeners, let us know if we missed anything. Let us know if you had any follow-up questions. Follow us on Twitter and let us know by mentioning Going Places. For more info, our website is careerservices.erau.edu. If you are a student or alum, we talked about Handshake, so get on there for all of the career development resources you may need. Special thanks to the Wicked Studio and our guests, Rosanna Morales and Jim Myers. I'm your host, Ryan Mazon. Catch you next time on Going Places with Career Services.